I live in London, Ontario. So the oh, only so you're in the same boat. Yeah, the, uh, the only wrestling that really comes to London is uh, Smash. Yeah, and that's love about. Smash. Oh yeah, well yeah, I love Smash. With uh, I'm, and I'm actually really enjoying seeing those guys on the fight, the Fight Network, which I actually picked up just for Smash. So. Wow. And I haven't watched it on. I don't watch a lot of television wrestling. I only watch really NXTs. The only one I really catch on a regular basis. Yeah. Which is really good right now. It's hot again. Alistair Black, one of my favorite wrestlers in the past ten years. I'm just loving, loving everything that guy that guy does. Well, just... I was lucky enough to be. Uh, my friend and I went on a road trip, and we went to Cleveland, and we saw his last match before WWE uh, as Tommy End. Of course, you probably knew that. Yep. <laughs> and uh, very impressive wrestler. I was not impressed in Cleveland, to be honest. I mean, I didn't see it. And then when I saw him repackaged in WWE style. I saw what they saw. But sometimes yeah. you look at a guy and you go, I don't get it. And uh, he's certainly shown how good he is. And, um, NXT is just the most, uh, it's the way wrestling should be, in my humble opinion. Yeah. Um, I don't know why shows go longer than an hour. I've never understood that. No, it's wrestling the, should be an hour. And that the, hour is a commercial for your shows, for your live shows, yeah. in my humble opinion. Uh, and for your... Um, pay-per-views and things like that and NXT does it right it's an hour you it ends you want more so you look forward to the next week when they advertise their pay-per-views um, I mean I can't wait for takeover oh, they've got me so pumped yeah. up for it now um, I was certainly at the show in uh, it came to Barry which is nice so I was at that show funny story too if you speaking of death proof um, I only have one famous friend um and out of Death Proof, I became friendly with Steve Carino. Oh, yeah. And um, so I got a Facebook message while I'm at the show and saying, oh, I saw on Facebook you're at the show. Come on down. So that was pretty cool. I, that was kind of, I felt like a celebrity for a little bit. <laughs> I ran over to the production, and Carino said hi, and um, Hornet was there reffing, so um, he said hi, and it was just kind of special. I got my seats moved down, and it was kind of nice. Yeah. Nice, felt important for a change. So, <laughs> yeah, I actually goes back to Death Proof and PWA for me. Just uh, that, that, those are my two promotions. I love all the other people I work for. Smash is cool because it's the only one that'll actually pay money to go see. I think everybody thinks all oh, wrestlers get in for free to all these shows and everything, but um, I pay a ticket just like everybody else. And so if you see me at Smash, um, it hasn't worked out lately because I'm booked so often. But um, I, I, I really like the way they put their shows on. They bring in uh, Jimmy Corderas and uh, Jake Clements from Cleveland. So I have no problem with them, with them not booking me. They've got like five referees on their roster. So um, I go as a fan and enjoy it. So same with Destiny. Those two are the promotions that are a little cut above everyone else. I don't mean that in any other way than uh, their, uh, their, their ability to bring in big names and... Uh, um, establish themselves in great venues and yeah those uh, are the two two biggest uh two probably the two biggest promotions in in on on Ontario right now i would think so and that, that's not a put down to the ones that i work with because the ones i work with are awesome and we all sure. the nice thing about ontario is we all have our little niche wrestling shows and uh, uh i mean death proof certainly has a niche and no limits has a niche uh 
they have, they're, they're not like anybody else. I worked with Courage the other day in Hamilton, and we drew okay uh, against some big shows. And it's, awesome. that's more of a family-oriented, just small little promotion. And it was one of my favorite promotions to work. It was really fun. Um, all the promotions that I work for are, you know, have their own little thing. I, Mary Wrestling has just developed from 40 fans up to we've had you know, shows up with 200. And they actually have a bit of a relationship with Smash. So um, we're getting, you know, Kevin Blackwood and Puff and Daniel Garcia at the shows. Um, so um, and the idea of having big promotions really helps the little ones sometimes. Yeah. And I think if indie wrestling just grows and grows, it's just better for everybody. More fans go. Well, it, it gives gets... a lot of people a lot of work. Um, I, I don't – here's where I'll disagree is certain cities – Hamilton is, is dangerously close to oversaturation. Yeah. Too, so eventually there's going to be shows with 50 guys showing up. It has to happen. So it is too bad that, uh, you know, uh, Hamilton's the obvious example. Yeah. Uh, Kitchener is, has, you know, three promotions now, I believe, um, on an mm-hmm. irregular basis. Um, I don't know all the different little cities. And, uh, I know uh, back in the day, Oshawa had many. I don't, they're, they're kind of, um, not running as much anymore um but it's just a dangerous thing when you have too many promotions in one city it's great having them spread out all over ontario but when they're all in one city it's not so good and of course toronto has lots but i mean i work for demand lucha which is just an awesome promotion and greek town which is another awesome promotion and i think you know the the future of those two promotions um certainly are uh going to be up there with Smash and Destiny, in my humble opinion, because uh, they're both niche, you know, the Latin community with Lucha and um, Greek Town, obviously, bringing the big names, so that's nice, and I think eventually that will, uh, when people grab it, um, people just have X number of dollars in their wrestling budget, their entertainment budget, and we, you just can't do everything, but yeah. those are two shows that I think people should all really, really try to check out. They're yeah. the future. And I think more people should... Uh, a promotion should start start coming to uh, London because whenever Smash does a show here, whether it's at the London Music Hall or one of the smaller ones at Fanshawe College, they're normally packed. And well, I know... I'll tell you, in, in, in my day, and uh, no one knows these names now because you know we're all older, but the super fan of Ontario was a young man named Terry Dart out of London, Ontario. I know Terry. And <laughs> was the super fan that everybody in Ontario knew. Yep. I'm lucky enough to go on a couple of road trips to Buffalo with him and do a bunch of things with him. So we're friends. He's not in good health, so we're all wishing Terry well. Yeah. Um, but he was the super fan who has boxes and boxes of pictures. And I remember Greg Oliver, when he does his uh, books, he told me that he said he just couldn't believe that Terry doesn't organize anything. He's just got boxes of pictures. And um, London was a hotbed. Yeah. London is a wrestling town, and they just have to figure out how to, how to you know, um, get it back to where it was, like back in the day. Now, see, I started watching wrestling in the late 60s, 1960s, for those smart Alex out there. Um, <laughs> and uh, NWA in Toronto, where we would you know, have 16,000 every month in Maple Leaf Gardens, which is unheard of now, even for WWE. And... Um, Places like Oshawa and London especially would get the offshoot shows as well as the wild man who used to run all across Ontario. But he'd be using big stars from the Maple Leaf Gardens. So London was a big one. Some very big championship matches and things were held there. 
and uh, London was a big hotbed of wrestling. So all they have to do is recapture the magic, and uh, that could be a really, really big wrestling town. Yeah, so. I, I think. Um, well, a couple years there was a couple years ago there was the hardcore road trip incident in London. Yes. So yes. I, think that might have burned some people but smash is coming around and i'm starting to think hey, it was now. good for me harry d uh, had, was working it so i got a chance to work at dust at uh, the battle arts show so i took his oh, place yeah. at battle arts while he went down to the hardcore show so i think i did okay there and uh, yeah i understand he was one of the guys who got paid so he was happy too oh good <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah. yeah i'd like to see london more i think tyson dukes has a school out that way yeah he has uh, the dukes wrestling academy i think it's called he just, just uh, uh, he just he just moved. had the opportunity to referee his four of his students in a match, and uh, they are on par with any students I have ever worked with. So uh, yeah, he just they're excellent uh, students. He just actually moved to a larger facility, so I think his his uh, school is doing uh, uh, doing uh, well. Well, I will certainly recommend anybody in the London area to check it out because. Uh, um, we're once again in Ontario. In the States, I don't know if you know this, but people really love coming to Ontario because the quality of wrestling is so good. We have some of the best trainers in Ontario. Um, Rip Impact, um, I, I did a little work with him. I don't know if you saw that thing, but I did a little training with him. I did. Um, he's just an amazing trainer. Um, and I'm going to forget somebody, so I'm so afraid to throw out names. But certainly he is, you know, if you're in the Hamilton area, that I would recommend him thoroughly. If you're in the Toronto area, of course, the Battle Arts school and they're all a little bit different battle arts tends to be a lot of grappling and uh, we actually had this discussion the other day saying that the best wrestlers tend to go to different schools yeah. so you you, know, you, you you get your it's like me going to university when i went to school i went to york university but then when i go to get to teachers i went i went to uh, university of toronto to finish um then you know, since then I took a few courses here for Wilfrid Laurier and some other. So I mean, you, you you become a better person by going to different schools. Same thing with wrestling. Uh, you learn a bit here, you learn a bit there. Tyson is a teacher. If you sit him in a dressing room with Tyson, he, whether he's in his role as a wrestler or whatever, he just sits there and the people sit around him and he just talks and people just listen. There, Cody Deaner has that same effect. They, they're just really good teachers and uh, they have that. Uh, people just sit around with their mouths shut and ears open, hopefully, and uh, learn from them. I've seen, even in the last couple of weeks, I've seen people, wrestlers who have nothing to do with Tyson, go up to him and ask for advice or say, I'm going to send you some uh, video and will you check it out for me? And he's very generous. Oh, of course. And he'll, he's honest. Like They're they're brutally honest. Yep. And that's the only way you're going to get better. You have to have thick skin in this business, whether you're a referee or ring announcer or you know selling popcorn. You have to have thick skin because... It can be wrestlers can be brutal with their comments sometimes. So yeah, and also um, I just gotta say, Diener is by far, I think my boy's downright favorite favorite guy. He has been amazing with. Uh, he actually went at one of the shows at Fanshawe College. He actually rec he rec recognized me and asked me where the where where the boys were, and he oh, actually he cut a little video promo for him on my phone right 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 then and there for the uh for the uh, boys and i wasn't spending money i just walk up i said hey how's it how's it how's it going he's and he's just like hey where's the where's the uh, kids oh that's amazing like, yeah. he also is a teacher and uh, so i'm praising uh, we teachers uh, we're people uh, people people if that makes sense and 
he's a good one. My, my, my favorite stories about like talking about, like I was saying that Tyson's more of the teacher. People just sit there and listen. He's, he's just, his mind is just always thinking wrestling. Cody's very similar. And, uh, my comment with him, and he was my favorite independent wrestler before I became a uh, referee. He was Cody Steele back in the day. And, and the all-American boy kind of image, and uh, he was definitely, I've got his autograph, <laughs> but uh, my thing about him is, he'll, he'll come up, we came up uh, to do a match, and we had about four or 500 fans up in Aurelia, uh, brought in a bunch of people, and nobody, you know, because Aurelia's not run very often, um, people really don't know the local independent guys, they knew the big stars, they knew the Jeff Jarrett's and stuff that were on the show, but they didn't really know who Cody Diener was, and by the end of the show, he had turned you know, it's 500 fans yelling DDT, <laughs> um, and he did that all within that ring, within the 15 minutes he had in that ring. He was able to, hey, this is who I am, here's my character, and I'm going to tease my, I'm going to do my my DDT finisher, and I'm going to, so he told a story so strong in that 15 minutes that he was over with 500 fans who had never heard of him before. That's Cody Diener. He has yep. that that skill, so um, total respect to Cody. Yeah, he can. Cody is one of those guys that I'm surprised didn't go go further. It's just well, there's lots of stories like that around there. His buddy oh. Tornado up in the Sudbury area, same story. Um, he used to uh, Tyson Dukes and him used to tie, uh, team up and things, and uh, Tornado almost made it a bunch of times. Uh, I know Tyson and Tornado had records for the most dark matches for WWE, and they're certainly on the radar. And of course, Cody had a little uh, success with Team Canada out in Impact. Um, just never. There are so many good wrestlers out there, and the big companies can only take them. It really is about timing. Yeah. It's all about timing, and it's who you know, and if they happen to see you on the right day, and. Uh, or the other way around. I mean, if, if somebody's scouting them or is it there and you have a, a stinker of a match, that's what they're going to remember. So uh, it's all about timing. Uh, certainly Tyson is very well known in the WWE circles. He's, he's definitely on their radar. Uh, and uh, it's what they want at the time. Um, you know, it depends what they're looking for. They, they like a certain look or a certain, you know, somebody that's going to fit in at that moment. And uh, it's all timing. That's, you know, when I see a guy like Ty, Ty Dillinger and uh, how good he is and not being used right now, and uh, but right now he doesn't fit the role. That's yeah. the way I look at it. Yeah, and and you just... see some workers there that maybe I've worked with and I don't think are that as good, without mentioning names, but they have a look, and they came around at the right time. And uh, So it's all about that. You know, As I said, it doesn't matter if you work at Pizza Hut or what you do. There's politics and everything, and uh, there's a certain certainly tons of politics and wrestling and, and it is a lot of who you know when you bring in your guys and uh, there are a lot of great wrestlers out there who just never made the big time so yeah um, but the good thing about that 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 is we get to see them on on the uh, indies doing it exactly more exactly what they what they want exactly exactly and I, I, I when i mentioned josh alexander i certainly think he will be on the world stage yeah. eventually and i Japan or whatever I will not be surprised uh, when Josh Alexander gets gets called up. Just like um, oh, I, agree. I can see Tyson I Dukes, agree. I can see Tyson Dukes becoming a an, an NXT trainer because you know what that that 
would be a perfect role for him, that's for sure. Um, yeah. He, he's, a, he's just a great teacher, and uh, as I said, the people listen to him, and uh, I, I also see Ty Dillinger doing that eventually. Because um, anything I've heard from uh, the States is that Ty Dillinger is held up on very high pedestal from the other by the other wrestlers, and that's really important too. Yeah. But it's, as I say, it's politics, it's who you know. And you know, uh, Bailey, he was... was so good at NXT, and she went up, and she really hasn't caused the, you know, hasn't really kept that uh, momentum going. So, yeah, you know, I, I like the idea of NXT as a thing in itself, and you know, I would like some wrestlers just to be NXT wrestlers, and I think that maybe as far as they should go. And, yeah, because uh, I think if a perfect perfect example of that, if Johnny Gargano was to get yeah. called up to WWE, yeah. I don't think he would have a good uh, career there. I I think I, I would totally agree with you. I think Johnny Gargano and that, that is, and I hope if, if anybody's listening, I love him. Oh, and same. I certainly saw him many times at Smash, and um, I think I think there's a place for that really solid good wrestler um, to have a career without having to go to WWE. Honest answer, and I know you know. I'm in the minority. I don't watch WWE programming at all. I'll watch the big pay-per-views, yeah. but then I really have to catch up on my storylines. I don't watch it because when I see what they do to the wrestlers, it's just it's just so different than what I like. If I want to see Carl Anderson, I'll watch you know old Japan tapes from the Fight <laughs> Network. Yep. I'm not gonna. Um, I, I don't want to see what they've done to him. And um, he's he's the example of uh, they they really drop the ball with somebody there. He could yeah, have been it's, it's, like I said. It, it's all the vision of whoever's running it, and um, yeah, because I mean Finn Balor seems to have been the exception. He seems to have been able to carry over his uh, charisma yeah. and, and, and uh, talent over to the WWE and make it. So that's good. It's nice to see Kevin Owens and things. We used to watch him in local tr- Toronto uh, Indies. Sami yep. Zayn the same. So it's nice to see those guys. Make yeah. it with the big leagues, but uh, it's I just still... don't think there's anything wrong with being the NXT champion. I think that's pretty cool, and if they can get paid in a fashion that they're, you know, doing okay, then uh, have it as a thing itself. I'm disappointed that WWE fans and that wrestling in general is, you know, if I say wrestling to somebody, it's automatically WWE. When I was teaching, the first thing kids would say to me, "Oh, I hear you're a ref. Do you know John Cena or the Undertaker?" Those are the two questions I got absolutely the most. Yep. And that's too bad that their automatically perception of the word wrestling means WWE. And it's always going to be like that. There's nothing that I mean, Vince worked hard to get that. Yeah. It's sad to me because when they find out I'm refereeing guys that they haven't heard of, it doesn't, you know, not tons and tons of kids would come to watch me perform in Barry, which was too bad because yeah. they were missing out on some good action. And uh, I think once people, like you were saying, your friends came to the uh, see Jody and Josh at the uh, show um, once you go to an indie show they're really good yeah and I find it hard to go back to WWE so you're, you're sitting so far away and you're so you know not part of the actual action or not really meeting the wrestlers and you know convincing with them after the show like you can at indie wrestling so I'm very pro indie and uh, I'm just disappointed that uh, the WWE is perceived as the only thing in wrestling and some people who you see at WWE or big fans and carry the belts and all that stuff but they don't go to indie wrestling and that's, that's such a shame so yeah just like I like how uh, Impact is now working with Ring of Honor and New Japan Wrestling and 
Um, Noah is starting to work work with other with other promotions and AAA and CMLL. All the big promotions are actually working. The big independent promo, and that's the thing. The independent word. These are huge promotions that put on huge shows that make a lot of money. They're just not billion-dollar corporations. Like these guys Absolutely. are. No, I, I agree with you. And uh, the cooperation, I, I just on an indie level, it just doesn't seem to ever work. Like right now, Barry Wrestling and Smash have a, a nice relationship. I'm hoping it lasts because it's, nice, it's good for me. I get to work with some of the bigger talents and Barry. But uh, it's hard. Uh, the one word I use in, in wrestling is ego. And um, if you don't have an ego, you shouldn't be in that dressing room. That includes referees. Um, but when you have so many egos in a room, it's hard to have cooperation because we all have our own agendas. And uh, I love the idea that promotions work together, but it is very hard. Yep. And uh, even sharing talent and things for the, on an indie level, bringing a big name in, you know, share the flight, share the you know expenses and things like that. Um, it's hard to do. And uh, I, I, I agree with you. I think it's the future. It's awesome. Believe it or not, when I in the Maple Leaf Gardens in the early early 80s, late 70s, uh, the three biggies were American uh, AWA, the WWWF, and the NWA. And in Toronto, if you were lucky enough to be there at that time, the three of them cooperated. So we would actually have AWA matches with AWA champions against. WWE champions or WWF champions at the time. So, you know, you'd see Bob Backlund against uh, trying to think, I think it was Harley Race for the double championships. Now, that relationship obviously didn't last long, but boy, the fans really, uh, we, we benefited for about two or three years there where the three champions would be on there and you'd see, you know, the high flyers from AWA and you'd see the, the big stars of all the, the different promotions. Uh, and it was kind of nice. It's good for the fans, but the reality is, and that's where people forget, it's a business. And, yeah. and we can't ever forget it, whether it's on the lowest of the indie level, drawing 50 people, or you know, doing WrestleMania in front of 50,000 people. It's a business. And, and you have to think like a businessman. And that's uh, um, that's just the way it is. I mean, it, 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 uh, yeah. It, yeah. So it's hard, it's hard to think of you know, cooperation. It's a great idea, and I hope it works. I love the Lucha Underground. Um, a little connection with the impact as well. I think that's awesome. Uh, I'm enjoying that for now. And uh, Impact has got a good little show. It's just too bad it's not on good networks at this point in time. And, it's, uh, um, I think it's going to going it's going going to get there when the contract runs out because the product now that they have is really really good. Probably the best they've had. I think in, the product had, is had, had the product is excellent, and a lot of it is showcasing a lot of Canadians, which is nice. And uh, I, I've, I've actually started watching it again, and uh, like I said, wrestling should be an hour. I won't change from that because that's what I was brought up on. Yeah. Uh, two hours I can tolerate. Three hours is way too much. Two hours I much. can tolerate. Yep. Yeah. I can fast forward through things, and thank goodness for the invention of the PVR. Yep. But uh, uh, yeah, I do agree. I think Impact. Uh, you, know, you make that into an hour show, and I think you've got a winner. But you need to put it on. A, you got to get it on a better network in the Toronto area where we live. Um, Ring of Honor is on the Fox network, which is a way bigger than that network, at least on the, the Fox affiliate there, um, than uh, you know Pop TV in the states, which I don't even, I you know, it doesn't even sound like a real network. Canada, we're not too bad because we get it on the game TV thing and the Fight Network, so it's 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 got some um, exposure here. But uh, yeah, I, I hope it does. I mean, certainly the people, Scott DeBoer is a 
great wrestling mind and Don Callis, who I've never met before, but I, I hear things from other people saying what a wonderful guy he is and uh, how knowledgeable he is. And of course, you know, teaming up, I see uh, George at uh, uh, Destiny is certainly getting himself in there a little bit, and I think that's a good thing because I think he has a great business mind. So, I mean, the future is bright. I think the days of trying to compete with WWE are done. Yeah. Nobody's given, I mean, TNA or Impact, they're not competing. They're competing to get up there again with Ring of Honor, who's really, uh, really good. Probably the second. It's now the second promotion. Let's face it; it's moved up. Yeah. Uh, thanks to you know some of the WWE castoffs like Cody Rhodes, uh, Bullet Club kind of thing. Uh, certainly, yeah. they're number two now. Impact will have to work hard to get there, but uh, certainly I think they're in the right direction. But with the um, with all all in. That show yep. sell, selling out in a half hour. I yep. think um, I think the future for for in for indie in, indie wrestling right now is brighter than it's been in a long long time. Well, it gives the wrestlers on the, on the indie level something to shoot for. Um, I did my biggest show ever about a week ago, and um, I did the House of Hardcore of Napanee. Oh yeah. And not that it was a big super draw or anything like that. Um, it was big. It was good. But the idea of, you know, Tommy Dreamer, you know, he's running uh, a promotion that you know, features the big stars and uh, traveling around. And one of the nice things, and this is on a selfish level, when I first started watching wrestling, if WWE came to town, and actually before that it would have been NWA, which was bigger than WWE at the time, and it was way better, but, but we'll get into that. Uh, they used to use the local refs, and I thought it gave a kind of nice feeling to it instead of bringing their own refs kind of thing. Um, so how so hardcore they bring their show to Napanee, for instance, they were seen in New York the next day, and um, it's a big deal. They bring some big names in. They had Billy Gunn and Robbie E and uh, Spirit Squad and uh, <laughs> Bull Dempsey, but I can't think it was Bull Joe. I don't know what he calls himself now. Bull James. Um, I, maybe I, I don't know what he's called now. It's Paul oh. Dempsey from NXT, yeah. that guy. Angelina Love. They had, so they had a, a nice little roster there. Willie Mack is their you know, homegrown lucha guy. But they use local refs, which was really cool. So for me, it was a great honor to be part of a big show like that, and uh, you know, taped for Twitch TV. And, um, and, and it's nice when you know you've got House of Hardcore, who, to be honest, without any television, really will be competing with Impact for that third spot. And uh, there's some competition for the second, third, and fourth promotions right now. So that when there's competition, that only means one thing. It's going to be better for the fans. Uh, because there's two or three or four promotions that are up there with House of Hardcore, uh, Ring of Honor, Impact. Like I can't think of other promotions right now at that level. But I'm sure there are Olucha Underground, I guess, is another one. Uh, you've got more jobs. That's what it's all about. You know, we, um, when there's nowhere to go, these indie wrestlers lose focus and they're, you know, uh, right now they, they, there's a lot of competition for some really good jobs out there uh, because we don't want, always want to go to Japan to become famous or Europe. Um, some, I'm sure there's a lot of people who just want to stay local. And, uh, yeah, uh, because there is, right now there's the the boom in Britain, the boom in Japan, the boom in on, yep. Ontario. There are so many good shows in this Absolutely. province province right there yeah. yeah and I think we have to you know it's interesting because uh, it's a different generation for me I grew up where 
uh, a success was a, you know a, an arena show. But they don't make their money as on though. They make their money on pay-per-views and things now. So it's just it's just that so hard, House of Hardcore, for instance, doesn't as far as I know doesn't have television, but they have pay-per-views every so often, and uh, that's where they're going to make their money. And uh, yeah. from from my own experience, all I can say is Tommy Dreamer is certainly one of the nicest bosses I've ever worked for, and uh, certainly has a vision and. Uh, easy to get along with and uh as i say he brings in the local guys and uh, i know ring of honor once in a while will throw on an opener and uh, of local guys so the whole idea is to spotlight the uh, guys uh, i think that, and the other nice thing too is uh, when i first started uh, i've done it for 18 years but probably for 10 of those 18 years the only thing you thought of was making the wwe but now you've got you know hey i'd be happy if i made nxt hey i'd be happy if i you know had a run in japan I'd be happy if I, because there's, you know, I'll be happy if I make impact. You know, there, there's different goals they can set now instead of the WWE, which was, as I said, you, I've already told you all the guys who made WWE that I've worked with in Ontario, and it's a handful. Yeah. So think of the other 300, 400, 500 wrestlers I've worked with that didn't make it. So there's just more opportunity now. So oh. that, that's a good thing. And old school, I do, I've kept you for about about an hour now. Whoa, that just that just wow. flew Nobody's flew by. Now, absolutely. <laughs> but I Except just this one, most of the ones I've done. There's a we do have a you know like a Facebook Live kind of thing. So this one I can get comfortable. So I'm just lying on my bed right now, and this has been good. Oh yeah. Well, I I would I just want to say thank you, thank you very very much for uh, for doing this, being very very generous with your with your time and i would i, I would love i would love to uh, have you have you back on in a well a, well, a couple and, months or, or so anytime and uh, i enjoyed doing it thanks for giving me the opportunity to talk yeah <laughs> favorite thing to do oh yeah okay well thank so, thanks thanks again and have a well, well, a wonderful day all right thanks and for anybody listening thanks for listening and goodbye <laughs> Glorious No, I won't give in I won't give in Till I'm victorious